Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. President Biden heads overseas for his first big foreign trip. We'll discuss that. Plus, while the president is on the international stage, his domestic agenda is in serious trouble. And finally, cicadas have invaded everything, including our politics. Today, President Biden sets off on his much-anticipated first trip abroad. And for the first time, after decades spent close to the center of U.S. foreign policy, he will experience speaking to foreign leaders as their equal, rather than someone else's envoy. Here's what he says he hopes to accomplish. Strengthening the alliance, make it clear to Putin and to uh, China that Europe and the United States are tight and the G7 is going to move. Now, let's talk schedule. Here's a brief rundown of his itinerary. He'll start with a meeting of the Group of Seven, also known as the G7, on the Cornish coast in England, then a summit with NATO allies in Brussels, Belgium, before concluding with a summit with Russian President Vladimir Putin in Geneva, Switzerland. And this last meeting with Putin is perhaps the most critical part of the trip. The decision to meet Putin has now been the subject of much internal debate. For one, experienced foreign policy advisors who have watched Putin hijack meetings with recent U.S. presidents wonder what Biden could possibly gain from meeting him now, less than six months into his term. Others wonder if now is really the best time to meet, given the recent ransomware attacks directed at the U.S. infrastructure that have originated from within Russia. And, of course, not to mention the treatment of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. But after two phone calls with Putin, Biden remained convinced that face-to-face talks were the only adequate venue to truly engage the notorious Russian leader. Now, within all of this, Biden will also seek to reassure allies about America's role in the distribution of the coronavirus vaccine. The way Biden sees it, the stakes of his first trip are nothing less than democracy itself. He aims to unite with European allies to counter the growing authoritarianism of China, and then will confront Putin face-to-face. For Biden, the fight of democracy versus authoritarianism is one of the defining themes of his presidency. Now, here's what else matters today. Even as Biden sets out to tackle challenges abroad, his agenda at home is on the brink of collapse. Infrastructure talks between the president and key Republicans, led by negotiator Senator Capito of West Virginia, have completely fallen apart. According to White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, Biden told Capito that, quote, the latest offer from her group did not, in his view, meet the essential needs of our country to restore our roads and bridges, prepare us for our clean energy future, and create jobs. Here's Senator Capito on Fox this morning with her take on what led to the negotiations falling through. Well, I think in the end, we never got to the scope of what infrastructure is. So it was it became confusing, I think. And also the president told me yesterday on the phone, very respectfully, that uh, he was ending our negotiation. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell also accused the president of walking away because he was, quote, unwilling to let go of some of the most radical promises he made to the left wing of his party. Negotiations have now moved to a new bipartisan group of senators, including Arizona Democrat Kristen Sinema, Ohio Republican Rob Portman, Utah's Mitt Romney, and Maine Republican Susan Collins. 
But today, the Republican whip, John Thune, warned that if the bipartisan group wants to attract 10 Republican votes, they will have to stick closer to the top-line number that Senator Capito outlined in her failed negotiations with Biden. So it makes you wonder why this time will end differently. The same obstacles are still in place, namely how to pay for this thing. Senator Mitt Romney, a key GOP negotiator in bipartisan infrastructure talks, emphasized to my colleague Manu Raju that Republicans would not agree to tax increases to pay for an infrastructure deal. This, as we know, is a key Democratic demand. Meanwhile, many Democrats are getting restless. They want to push ahead without Republicans, arguing that the end result is more important than the makeup of the deal. Here's what Senator Raphael Warnock told CNN earlier today. No voter that I've talked to in in Georgia said to me, What's most important is that we get a bipartisan deal. But in order to move forward without the GOP, Democrats would have to bring Senator Manchin on board, who has so far indicated he would much rather come to a bipartisan agreement. Here's the bottom line. This process is far from over, and the next few weeks will be a messy tightrope walk for Democrats. And finally today, cicadas. Yes, cicadas. They are everywhere. They seem to have invaded just about everything. But if you thought that politics had somehow made it out relatively unscathed, you'd be wrong. This morning, as President Biden was talking to reporters and getting ready to board Air Force One for that international trip we talked about earlier, he swatted away a cicada that had decided to perch right up on his neck. Then he offered a warning to the press. Watch out for the cicadas. I just got one. Got me. But the press is more than aware of the cicada threat. Late last night, the White House press corps leaving for Europe was grounded for five hours at Dulles Airport after sections on the outside of their charter plane were covered in, you guessed it, cicadas. They ultimately had to wait for a new plane and a new pilot to take them. But I mean, can you really blame the cicadas for looking for a front row seat to history? That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We want to learn more about you. Please tell us a bit about yourself by participating in a brief survey at cnn.com slash listeners. There you can also register for our listener panel where you'll be one of the first to hear new projects from CNN Audio. That's cnn.com slash listeners. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.